Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello. Welcome to your Hollywood crime scene mini episode. Hi. Okay. So we have actually quite a few serious celebrity crime news stories to get to. The first one will be a follow-up on a story you talked about last week. That is Britney Spears and her conservatorship fucking ongoing horrible situation. A judge yesterday, I think, has shot down Britney Spears' request to have her father removed from her conservatorship. New court documents that were filed by the Los Angeles Superior Court on Wednesday show that the judge has denied a months-old request by her attorney to remove her father, Jamie Spears, as her sole conservator. Now, as you mentioned earlier to me, sorry, not on, not on tape, uh, this, on Twitter, everyone was acting like this was a reaction to her testimony from last week. That's not exactly the case. This was something that was requested months ago. So this ruling was based on an ongoing thing and had nothing to do with her testimony last week that was pretty devastating. Uh, but obviously people are like pissed still because this sucks no matter what. And it's kind of like, how did that not affect your judgment at all? You right. had to have seen it. Right. But for whatever reason, it was possibly inadmissible. She did get um, the Bessemer Trust Company, I think who she wants to replace Jamie Spears, added to her conservatorship. But she didn't get what she really wanted, which was her dad out of the fucking picture. So... I mean, that's where we're at. We'll continue following the story, obviously. And it just sucks that she can't seem to get out of this. And yeah. I don't really know why. I would love for someone to explain it to me in real dumb bitch language. <laughs> I just can't grasp how this could happen. It's horrible. It's really horrible. Now, some other sort of legal technicality news that doesn't make sense to me and I had no idea was even coming. I didn't even know this was in the works. We found out yesterday that Bill Cosby was being released from prison, basically based on another technicality. Now, wasn't there prosecutorial misconduct? Yes. So basically, the long story, st- long story short is that he had made a deal with a prosecutor in which he gave this testimony admitting to some of these behaviors. Rapes. Uh, Yes, druggings. The druggings. The druggings. Uh, And that was only admitted to based on a deal that he would not be prosecuted. Then another prosecutor, I don't know if they didn't know about the deal or what, used that information that were basically confessions to prosecute him for those rapes. So he, he had only given that information thinking he had a deal that protected him. Okay. Uh, so that's what happened, basically. Okay. He thought he was under protection or had a deal, a plea deal. So they fucked up, and as a result, they fucked up. fucked. They fucked up, and as a result, yes. The headline is, Bill Cosby enjoyed pizza, was cracking jokes on his first night at home after prison release. So 
a lot of the information in this article is from Cosby spokesperson, a man named Andrew Wyatt. He said, quote, he had Zio's pizza and we stayed up late last night till 2 a.m. in the morning, just laughing and joking and him doing comedy routines. He said they ordered pizza from a downtown Philadelphia pizza restaurant just the way he likes it. Almost burnt, fresh basil, mozzarella and sauce. It's his favorite. Wyatt also told Fox News that Cosby not only wanted to pig out on pizza, but figured it would help to benefit a local restaurant in need amid the coronavirus pandemic. He wants to highlight those restaurants hurting from the pandemic, he said. Cosby also wants to get back to cracking jokes. He was telling jokes there, having fun, enjoying life, and he's also hoping to get back to live comedy now that his conviction is overturned. He wants to get back on stage sooner or later, Wyatt said. Okay, I'm going to pause right here. How do you act this way when so many women are devastated and people are like, at the very least, have some fucking decorum and not act like you're partying and eating pizza and being happy? Like when people are fucking devastated. And I just like, I don't get why you would take this route after being released from prison uh, when you've admitted to really bad behavior. I think it's the bragging about it and the the outwardly celebrating it. It's gross. Like, I'm not surprised anyone who gets out of prison, obviously they're going to like eat some food and and have a good night's sleep. That's yeah. That's not surprising. What's shocking is that they're openly flaunting it to the press. Yeah. I mean, these circumstances are a little different than someone being released from prison in other circumstances. I think. Yes. Uh, so, as I mentioned earlier, he was released from prison. Uh, he is 83 years old um, and got out yesterday at 2, 3 p- two I'm sorry, 2.30 p.m. He left in a white car and arrived at his home about an hour later to the sounds of fans shouting, we love you. There was one protester chanting, we believe women. Helicopters were obviously uh, flying overhead and he flashes the crowd's a peace symbol. He was also wearing a shirt from a Philadelphia school he had attended to as a child or as a kid. Um, So Wyatt also said that Cosby was overjoyed. But as we have always said, this is bigger than Bill Cosby. This is about reforming the criminal justice system. So we'll, I guess we'll wait and see how he reforms the criminal justice system. I have a feeling it'll be like uh, OJ finding the real killers. <laughs> we'll wait and see what happens. Yeah. But it's definitely sad for the victims and uh, for women who have suffered similar uh, abuse. You know, this is like uh, devastating for people. Now, there was another big sentencing and a crime we have been following, and that is of actress Allison Mack. She is part of the Nexium cult. We did a show on that, and we've talked about the trial several times. She finally got her sentence, which was three years in prison for her role in Nexium. She, as you might remember, is a former actress. She was on the show Smallville, and she was a high-ranking member of this cult-like group, Nexium. So, People were not happy in the social media world. They thought she should have gotten a longer sentence. She did send in a letter apologizing for the actions that harmed other people. She regrets bringing them into Nexium and exposing exposing them to uh, the emotionally abusive schemes of a twisted man, her words. So she could have received, I believe, 
um, 17.5 years was the max. So she did get a much less uh, sentence. Uh, I mean, she's like the big accomplice here, and she was definitely the one sort of recruiting women in particular for that group. Uh, someone, Stephanie Wilder-Taylor? I, I, I was going to say, Stephanie post- Did you see that post? Stephanie posted today a screenshot of a conversation she had with Allison Mack, I believe on Facebook Messenger in 2013, and Allison Mack is trying to recruit her to the group, and she's giving the, the you know, the whole like MLM spiel where it's like... It's for hey, women. Like, hey, hey, girl. Yeah. She's like, hey, girl. Uh, I'm part of this group and Stephanie's trying to get more information. She's like, what is it? Is it a charity? Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. And she's like, it's not a charity. It's a movement. It's a women's movement. Like here's some more information. And she's relentless. Yes. And then at some point she's like, Hey, I'm in LA. You want to get, grab a coffee and I can tell you, I mean, it's so classic MLM or like other things like that where, you know, there's an ulterior motive. Like there's something going on. You're not getting the full story on. Yeah, it was crazy. Stephanie had stopped responding, but Allison was still going. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like we did a we did when we did the Nexium episode. There was so little information when I wrote that episode. Yeah, because it was before a lot of this stuff had broken. So maybe we'll do like a deep dive again. And all the new an update because I definitely remember struggling to find things, and now obviously there's like an abundance of information. We've had trials. I think there was like one Vanity Fair article that I had access to, yeah, and then poking around. Um, so yeah, maybe there's maybe there's another episode in the works there. Now, because all of these are a little heavier, I wanted to find some fun news stories or at least happy news stories. And I did find one. It actually made me cry. And you know, I'm black hearted. This is about a 19 year old shelter cat that was adopted after his birthday party went viral on TikTok. Now, <laughs> Sammy is a Persian cat from Cincinnati. Uh, he had been in the shelter for a very long time when Cincinnati animal care, humane society posted a video of him, uh, celebrating his 19th birthday at the shelter. Aww. This video went viral. Um, it said his only birthday wish is a new home where he can rest his ha- head and be showered in love. Um, can you open your heart to this adorable and loving boy? <laughs> it's so sad. Thousands of TikTok users were touched by the clip, which shows Sammy donning a matching blue bandana and top hat in between cuddles. Now, Sammy is a Persian cat, but he, Sammy is a little rough. Let me see him. Here's Sammy in his <gasps> TikTok. He kind of looks like a scruffy, like terrier dog almost. His his hair is not what you think of when you see Persian, when you think Persian. He looks like, look, he's a rough around the edges Persian cat. Persian cats, they're, you know, you think of them, they're very glamorous. They're, yeah. oh, look at him. Oh, he's, he's really a, cute in this TikTok. He's a big fluff ball. He's getting he has a little cowboy hat with glitter on. He loves to put his face in the the person's uh hand. They gave him a little birthday cake. He's really cute, right? So he got adopted. Yes. So um apparently there was someone already interested in him from before and then when the video went viral, 
they kind of came in and were like, let's do this. So the Humane Society wrote, it's been a big week for Sammy. His adopter, who had actually messaged us about Sammy before he became internet famous, was waiting outside before we even opened today. He is going home with a fellow senior kitty and has already been spoiled with a new hat. So, so this this person who adopted Sammy has another senior yes. has another senior kitty at home. We're Rachel and I are both huge senior cat advocates. Yes, uh, it's such a great thing to do, and because people a lot of times you know at the shelters these senior cats who live there like they they don't get adopted the way that the kittens do. And look, my cat who recently died at almost 20, was a real gruff and bitchy cat. <laughs> but in his last five to six, seven years, he became the most lovable, like gentle, snuggly creature. So you really are getting like the best cat. Like I'm getting the they're golden often years. very snuggly and grateful <laughs> like <laughs> that you're spoiling them. Uh, they're just so gentle. And I just think, um, I love a senior cat. Me too. It's like, you know what you're getting, even if they're a little bitchy, it's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> Cause they're usually just bitchy and grumpy. They're not mean. Uh, yeah. So the other story I saw that was pretty funny, it kind of went viral on Twitter this week. Everyone was dunking on it pretty fucking hard. That was a newscaster promoting a story on youth drug use with a teen bedroom set. That I guess she was trying to kind of sell as a real thing. Oh, yeah. I almost did Did you this. see this? Well, I almost did this last week. Oh, was this like already out last week? Yeah. Oh, it was Thursday. So it was like the day. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, so <laughs> this bedroom is pretty pathetic. They clearly just did it in like a an office building. It looked like a set from the office, like one of those offices they go into to have a meeting. But it had a... It has... It's, it's It was called a normal teen's bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> so this is supposed to be like a display of what to look for yes, to see if your teen might be doing drugs. Yes. So they had this display teen bedroom that they did a mock-up of. First of all, no teenager's bedroom looks like this. No. Be- beyond the drug use, if they're doing drugs or not, no teenager's bedroom looks like this. It It looks like... The first of all, it looks like one of those you know newer apartments that they give the ugliest fucking remodel to. Yeah. Uh, the original tweet says, looks like a normal teen's bedroom, right? Think again. Coming up on KMOV, we'll show you what parents should be looking for so they can identify signs of drug use. I was shocked at what I found in this room. Now, the room, first of all, has a huge (laughs) tie-dyed tapestry in the back. It's literally taped up with painter's tape. Let me just say... (laughs) The tie-dye tapestry that they used is not the kind... It, that, it, that seems like a party city tapestry. Yeah, it's it does, weird. It does not it's look... It's like o- hippie. <laughs> it does not look authentic to any stoner tapestry that you would actually see. No. Everyone had a really fun time dunking on this room. One of my favorite things is a pillow on the bed that says sweatpants zone. <laughs> 
so everyone's like okay mom put it back with your eat pray love <laughs> like uh you know that kind of stuff like it's wine time like it's definitely like that's not a teen thing that sounds like a mom thing right yeah people compared it to um donkey kong's bedroom in a video game one person says we've got trouble my friends right here in river city <laughs> and they posted clips of the music man uh, I love the sweatpants. There's also magazines, which teens famously read these days. A stack of mag- magazines on the um, nightstand. Uh, there's also a mile 420 sign in the bedroom. <laughs> so that should be a giveaway that your kid is uh, smoking weed. <laughs> um, so yeah, people were like, this is the fakest room I've ever seen. Tell the DEA their set design team needs an improvement. I mean, the room is a joke. But it's pretty funny that they tried to get away with it. It's uh, just stupid because it's like I had a very girly bedroom in high school. And you were doing hard drugs. Yes. Yeah. And my parents knew, but not because of the way my bedroom was decorated. I just love the idea that you're a sneaky teen with a tie-dye <laughs> and a 420, mile 420 <laughs> sign. Like, I look... Teens can be dumb, <laughs> but I don't think anyone would put a mile 420 if they were trying to hide pot. It, it's also just the decor that they did to stage this fake room is just too, it looks like Michael's craft store. I love to the, someone who closed up on the book sh- bookshelf and there's a copy of catch 22. It's like, yes, <laughs> just like funny what? what they thought to decorate with it. It's so, it's so, it's, what's that store called? Home Goods? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like a lot of it looks like it's from the Home Goods college section. Like here's a beanbag chair. Well, <laughs> it's so out of touch that it doesn't even feel real. Like you can't believe that people are still this out of touch today. Yes. And I also love that they actually put like garbage on the floor, like a few soda cans and a bra just in a pile on the floor. But it looks so staged. No. And the bra is like blue. Like it looks like a mom bra. It's a very blue room. It's like blue and gray. It's very blue. Uh, Yeah. So I thought that was a pretty funny story. Uh, Just lame ass shit. Hello. As someone, a lot of people posted, how you, how do you do fellow kids? (laughs) (laughs) That's an overused meme, but it is a really funny picture. All right, let's take a break. We'll be in our sweatpants zone. I'm, I'm, I'm already in the sweatpants zone. Okay, okay we're taking bye. a break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. 
With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Canon, Fenty Beauty, and Dyson. I can't wait to shop for all of my summer fashion and beauty needs, and we'll definitely be checking out Ulta and Adidas. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. You can really save by stacking cash back on top of other deals. And during Big Give Week, the cash back is bigger than ever. It's the time to shop for everything you need for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Membership is free, and it's all happening May 6th to May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost on top of Big Give Week cashback rates. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Rakuten is the shopping platform to save while shopping. Desi. Yeah. Should we talk recommendations? Yeah, let's do it. What you got? I'm still watching the 4400. I got a message from somebody. I don't remember if it was on, I have to respond to them, but I don't remember if it was on Patreon or Instagram that they sent the message or they emailed it to us. One of our listeners like was like, oh man, I watched the 4400. Let me know when you finish. I need to know your thoughts. Oh. And then somebody also recommended today another show that they said had a Canadian vibe. Oh yeah. Look, I'm very interested. It's a great show to to get sleepy to. Okay. The 4400. I really want you to watch it because I want your opinion. Okay. Maybe I'll watch the episode tonight. Yeah, watch the first episode tonight. I bet you'll like it. Well, and I'll do that because I finished Bosch, all, all of it. All of it. Even season seven. Be honest. <laughs> Was it? I well, started liking it more. Okay. Once I got past the season, which we both felt was like a little weaker, which I think is season four. Yeah. I got a little more interested at the end and then more interested in the the final seasons. And I thought season seven is actually like the best season. Whoa. So, I mean, honestly, you could probably just watch season seven. Yeah. Now, here's the other thing. I found out that there's a spinoff of Bosch, but it's starring all the same people. (laughs) I don't know what, why it's called a spinoff, but they're moving it to Amazon is getting like, I guess there's like IMDB TV. Yes. So it's like, it's not a pay, it's not a pay app. It has commercials. It has commercials. So the new spinoff will be on that channel and it's already in production and it stars Bosch as Bosch. what's the spinoff? Well, I don't want to, it's kind of a, it's kind of set up in the final season All right, finale, don't tell me. so I won't tell you. It's not like really anything dramatic. Yeah. But 
It will have all our favorites back. <laughs> be doing basically the same thing, but slightly different. <laughs> I guess that's the spinoff. Wow. Uh, so yeah, I finally finished Bosch. That was the pretty exciting uh, news. And I did start liking it better. But it's such a low-key like. It's still a show. It's like, I don't know. Try it. <laughs> like It's not like a hardcore demand that people watch it. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's perfectly fine. Does get better. Okay. The following seasons do get better. Uh, and I felt like the last season, like I said, was maybe the best. Okay. It's also eight episodes instead of 10. So maybe they just tightened it up a bit. Yeah. Um, but it was a really good story because it had like a beginning, middle and end. Ow. Uh-huh. Sorry. <laughs> my, uh, one of my cats just jumped on me with her claws out. And Rachel did a silent film actress scream. <laughs> well, I was, I was going to try and keep going, but it hurt so much. You had to comment I, on it. I, I, it looked very painful. It was fucking painful. She's got sharp little fucking claws. Yeah, I, I called out the cat who did it. <laughs> I shamed her publicly. Melon just walked in with a puffy tail. Melon, please. We're, we're just, recording. We're we're. We were talking about how great older cats are, and you should adopt older cats from the shelter. Meanwhile, my older adult son, cat, is in the background causing a fucking scene. (laughs) He's not a senior. He's He's just older. (laughs) Yeah. We don't even know. He's He hasn't reached his calm down phase yet. No. He's somewhere between six and eight, according to his teeth. That's (laughs) That's what the vet said. Yeah. So he's still like, he's still rambunctious, I think. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much all I, I watched. I had a, I felt like I had a very busy week. I did too. I don't know why everything I just had, I went out a lot this week. Me too. Considering I never go out. I was out almost every night, either working or we went out to dinner last night, which we'll get into in a second. So it was tiring. I feel like I did a lot this week. I can't tell you what I did, but I definitely, I did it. Right. Well, as we mentioned, like when it's my week to write, it just feels like everything piles up and I had to like write the main. I had to do all the bonus stuff. You had to write your mysteries for Patreon. Yeah. And then I, I just saw like you a bunch this week and I saw, saw a lot of your ass. This saw a week. lot of your fucking mug. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, yeah, I just feel like when you, when you go from like doing hardly anything to yeah. doing a few things, you're like, I'm exhausted. <laughs> uh, so Yeah. I yeah I uh, we we just uploaded a bunch of stuff on our Patreon yeah a bunch of new episodes there so check it out patreon.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene yeah five dollars a month or ten dollars a month if you want more the, even more content yeah uh, so should we move on to food let's just get into it let's get into it okay so first of all let me just say this I think it's funny that I got invited to this dinner because I think I was invited before we realized your mom was going to get engaged we, yes <laughs> so I definitely was like the fifth wheel at this family dinner yeah <laughs> well I mean I mean not really I didn't feel that way but it was funny when uh your mom's fiance like wanted to make like a sort of speech to the children look it would have been Brendan if it wasn't you that's true Brendan's that's true. out of town yeah so it's you here's the deal my mom knows that I'm in a relationship I'm, look I'm in a romantic relationship with Brendan but I'm in a life partner relationship with you you're pan <laughs> it's not even no, that but, it's, I, but it was just funny because when we agreed to it, it was more like a casual thing. Yes. Then they got engaged and it turned to an engagement celebration dinner. Yes. Uh, so so my, my mom got engaged to her boyfriend 
two days ago. It was yeah. a big. Sh- it was a big surprise. Yes. Very exciting. And I had made reservations since my mom was visiting um, at Bone Kettle yeah. in Pasadena, which we've talked about before on the show. Friend of the show, Eric of Bone Kettle. Yeah. So we've eaten there before. So this was pretty exciting to go back because we the last time we were there was January 2020. Yeah. So we all know what happened shortly after that. Right. Because we would have gone like 20 more times at yeah. least. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. We had a pretty incredible meal. It was so good. And you know what? Everyone at the table was like, this is so fucking good. That was what was sort of exciting because they were like, good call. Like everyone was like raving about every dish. We got a ton of food. Yeah. I don't even know where to begin, but I have to just give a shout out to Eric because at some point during the meal, we did not order this. He's like, I noticed that you guys did not get the fried shrimp. Well, this is what he said. (laughs) He said, I know you like shrimp. And he was holding this plate of fried shrimp. And to me, that is like one of the best things someone can say to you. Yes. I know you like shrimp and they're also holding you a plate of shrimp for you. And both of us had seen it on the menu but with all the chaos of ordering because we ordered so much stuff it got we forgot about it yes so it was extra joyful moment because it truly was the best fried shrimp I've ever had (laughs) like I honestly am gonna crave that fried shrimp and I'm gonna be sad because it was a special so we need to like we need to like get that on the real menu (laughs) (laughs) what can we do yeah Eric what can we do to get that permanently on the menu or that, at least, all, like, we have to go enough where they're like, we always have to have this for them. <laughs> <laughs> so the fried shrimp, the batter was very light. Yes. Just how I like it. Very light. I don't know if they use rice powder, rice flour or what, but it was so light and airy. And, and crispy. Very crispy. The shrimp were big and plump, they too. They were very oh big and God. plump. Perfectly cooked. Perfect. Like, because sometimes you get fried shrimp. And I love fried, I like all fried shrimp, but sometimes you get it and it's like, oh, it's a little tough. This was like the most perfectly cooked shrimp. I couldn't believe it. And the seasoning on it was otherworldly. It was spicy. And salty. Oh my God, it was so perfect. It was so good. It's truly the best shrimp I've ever had. And I, I want it again. I was blown away. So, I mean, we got so much stuff. We got chicken wings. We got oxtail dumplings. Everything was phenomenal. We got her brother, who always goes extra, Rachel's yeah. brother, got bone marrow Yeah, on these huge fucking bones, like we were the Flintstones, <laughs> got brought to the table. And he was like putting it on his toast. I, I tried it. It was excellent. I, we had, got, never, I had never had bone me marrow. Me either. I'd never had it before. But that's how you know you're at a good restaurant because it's like something I've never had before. But I was like, I know it's going to be as good as it can be here. Right. So it's the perfect place to try something new. Right. There's fried cauliflower. We got these really good crunchy noodles. They were called like crispy noodles. So they were kind of like lo mein noodles, but kind of crunchy with vegetables. We got an excellent fish. Like, I don't even eat fish, but this is the best fish I ever had. The Branzino. The Branzino, and it was in like a very light broth Broth. that was just perfectly cooked once again. It was just, everything was so good. And the drinks that we got when we sat down, they brought us like a special lemonade that was like lychee. I want to talk about this. Okay. Okay. So one of the things I love about this restaurant is that for me, who doesn't drink alcohol... They have a really good selection of non-alcoholic drinks. Right. That are, it's not just soda. 
or like daiquiri, frozen strawberry daiquiri with yeah. no, al- yeah. No, they have a very sophisticated like selection like that you don't often see because like, look, I get it. Like people, mo- most people drink, you yeah. know, most adults can drink. I, I don't, you know, I can't. So I love that we got these drinks. It was, it was lychee lemonade. Yeah. And I love lychee. They were beautiful. They were gorgeous. They were were very pale purple color. There was a flower, an edible flower on top. It was delicious. I also like how the um, non-alcoholic drinks are kind of herby. Like there's like an herbiness to them. They're not too sweet. Yeah. They're not overly sweet. Really good. Very good. And what else did we get? Then we had desserts. We got even more food. Oh, they brought, Eric brought us the steak. We got steak. He was like, are you guys ready for a surprise? <laughs> well, that was right. Okay, so I had gotten up to go to the bathroom right when that happened. I just walked away from the table, and then all of a sudden I heard, oh, and it was you guys. And yeah. I was like, oh, my God, what happened? I better hurry up. Oh, and, right. and I came back, and there was this gorgeous sliced beef on the table. It was like Wagyu. Is that how you say it? Yeah. It was on a sizzling platter, perfectly cooked, medium rare, the most delicious steak ever. And it had the best potatoes on the side. It was like these hashed up potatoes. That was the other bone marrow that had that. There was another bone marrow bone marrow on that plate, but it was like the potatoes were like phenomenal. Um, unreal. They were like sweet and spicy. Uh, there was like a fried egg. <laughs> like the whole thing was just perfect. Um, we were so stuffed at that point, but we still were like, going hog wild on that steak because it was too good not to eat. It was so good. Yeah. I mean, and of course, they're like, did you save room for dessert? Yes, I always save room for dessert. If I don't have room, it, it's still going in there. It's going in. It's going to find a way. <laughs> <laughs> the desserts are very good. Yes. I honestly, next time we go, I want to get that banana pudding because I thought that was really good. With the lumpia? Yes. So there was a sweet lumpia dessert that came with a banana pudding and we had a taste of it because my mom's fiance got that and had like caramel on the bottom it was so good it was delicious when i had it i was like oh man i'm so sad (laughs) like what i had was great but that dessert is like right up my alley i just wanted to try everything we got the young coconut pudding yeah it was very good it was very good i mean the reality is the don't the other dessert would have been way too filling but the perfect like amount of like co- young coconut pudding was light yes. as far as that goes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was the right choice as far as how much I had ate. Like, and then I was literally exhausted. Yeah, me too. We were both like, we need to go home and just let it all hang out. <laughs> <laughs> well, my mom was like, oh, we're going to go to, we're going to go to your brother's bar now. Like my mom was ready to party and I, we were, we were going to go with them. I was going to go to be polite but I was exhausted. So I was kind of grateful when that you I bailed. I, I insisted. Like, I was like, Rachel. No, I'm just kidding. I told my mom, I said, I just want to lay down on my bed and like yeah. do nothing. And it was I an did. exhausting meal. That meal was like an Olympic sport. <laughs> but that's, that's when I know I've had a really good meal yeah. is when I go home and I just want to zone out and I just want to fall asleep. And yeah, I did. I actually got the best night of sleep I've had in like a Ooh, month. Nice. You know, I've not been sleeping. Yeah. I've been having horrible sleep. I actually got, so a, good. I got a good night's sleep last night. I've already told my friend, I was like, I'm going to take you to bone cattle. Yeah. Like I was like, I'm trying to go back. I know, I know. I have. I want to take Brendan there. Okay, so we'll go when Brendan comes back. When Let's he, go when he comes back from work. I'll invite myself to your romantic dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
<laughs> he knows the deal. He knows the deal. He knows the deal. He wants to go with me too because I'll drink with him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you have to go to Bone Kettle. If you live in LA, it's in Pasadena, but it's definitely worth the trip. It's a must go restaurant. Yeah, it it's really so is. so unique. And we're not just saying that because we're friends with the owner. No. Like it legitimately is, I think, it's in my favorite restaurants of Los yeah, Angeles. It's great. It's so, so good. That's, that's what we you. ate. Thank you, Eric. Oh, and then he gave us a really cute present too. Oh my God. Obsessed. He gave us a Catwoman mug, but it came. The, the kicker is that it came with a dish that said crazy lady's cat. Okay. <laughs> no, we got, we, this is from the coffee shop. On, I want to go to that place. Did you look at the menu there? I did. Yeah. The coffee shop, Supa, it's on Pico and Robertson area. Yeah. It's like, or it's on Rob- Robertson. And they have like a really interesting menu of coffee drinks and boba teas. Yeah. But I think they have a gift shop too, because that's where he got these gifts from. Yeah. And the mug said crazy cat lady and then the matching cat dish said crazy lady's cat yeah it's so cute it was very on brand for us yeah no he i can't even believe he got us the perfect gift and he gave us the shrimp yeah he knows us better than anyone <laughs> i know that's crazy i know was, we literally both howled when we saw the gift like we were like, <gasps> like it was so good and i posted a picture of it on instagram and i've already had a few of my cat friends being like this is the best thing ever where do i get it <laughs> so i hope they stocked up at supa on these <laughs> gifts it was you know i it, it was just such a perfect uh, night yeah it was for, really fun for the especially to celebrate yeah something and her brother brought like the hugest bottle of champagne oh yeah I guess it's called a magnum yeah I hope that they do a collab that would be really fun I know it would be really fun that would be cool so yeah thank you Eric yeah that was so and fun and all the staff everyone there's so nice I love it yeah I can't wait to go back me too uh, that's all I, I mean I can't tell you anything else I ate that's better than that yeah I mean there's nothing else to even talk about yeah, that that was We're the done. pinnacle of, yeah. of eating this week of the year. That'd be probably. <laughs> All right. Well, I posted some pictures of our meal. Yeah, I think a, I did a too. A few pictures on my on my personal Instagram account. Ooh. So if you want to check that out, yeah. Other than that, we will see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.